Hello and welcome to the Interrobangs Red Couch Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Kohler, and today I have the pleasure of being here with my good friend, Maurizio Prado. How are you today? Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Great to have you on here. Uh, I know you've done the Interrobang, the podcast, a, a few times, I think like four times over the summer. Um, it's always tons of fun. How do you like the, the Red Couch Podcast and being on them? It's, it's, at first, it was a little bit challenging because you have to really gather all the data and all the information you want to ask or even respond. But once you get a grip on it, it's, it's fun because you, you, can, you don't even feel the time. Time goes by and you're just like having a conversation with uh, someone related um, on some topic. So it's, it's pretty manageable and it's pretty easy. Yeah, they usually go by pretty quick. It's, it's getting it started. That's always the, the tough part. But once you get things rolling, it all passes pretty quick and it's pretty fun. It's better to stay ready than to get ready. Oh yeah, oh hundred <laughs> uh, percent. And so, speaking of your time on the, the the podcast, you were also here over the summer. For those who don't know, you actually were working with the Interrobang as a reporter, pretty much for the whole summer up until you were going all the way through pretty much August too. Yeah. All yeah, the way. yeah. Oh. Um. So, so tell us a little bit about that. Uh, I know a few of us have been on all of last year for the Interrobang too. So it's a little bit of a different experience doing it during the summer, like during the summer versus actually during the school terms. How was it during the summer? Did you have a good time? Did you have fun? Well, for, during, during the summer, you know, this is the perfect job for me that I'm a journalist because you know what? Um, I'm an international student, right? So I don't have a lot of contacts here, but working on the summer here, gathering um, information, gathering contacts, talking to people, going to interviews, assisting events. Um, some people even recognize me. So I have slowly built my, my contacts. So it has it, now it has been pretty easy to contact, for example, um, the police department, which at the beginning was pretty hard but now that they know me they even have my email address and everything um they already know that i'm i work for the entire bank and they that i'm probably asking or inquiring some type of information so the fact that i am it blows my mind believe it or not the fact that i'm an international student and slowly getting noticed and making my way to the journalistic world in another country it's a it's a big thing for me it's a big asset for me because at the end of the day when i'm working in the field when I finish my career in Fanshawe um, and I started working in the field, people will, will already know who I am. So it's not going to be that hard to get to know to new people because that people, those people can introduce me to another people and my circle of contacts is going to get bigger. And at the end of the day, that's, that's, the journal, that's the journalistic dream, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, and contacts are just huge to have. And especially when you're going out to some major events around the city, if you already have rapport with someone that you've talked to, it just cuts out that whole introduction step of an interview process and it makes things so infinitely easier. I know you and I went out to cover that transit expansion um, down on the uh, on the, the north end of town and we, we talked with Josh Morgan, so the mayor of London. I think you said you ran into him again at a different event later and he already recognized you. Yeah, yeah. Just so cool. Uh, but I, I never thought of the difference because uh, you're an international student. Me, I've been in London my whole life, so meeting the mayor in general was cool and something I've been wanting to do for a while. You've been able to do that within just months, which is ridiculous. And your contact list is already so incredibly huge just from working over the summer. Um, so what? So that was one of probably the better things that you've done is, is the contact list from, from working with the Interrobang over the summer. Were there any difficulties or, or transitional problems from going from uh, a more school setting consistently to then just working it actually every single day for a whole summer? At the beginning, yes. You know, every beginning is rough. 
but once you get a grip on it it's it's easy and it's more e it's even more easy when you love what you're doing so for example at the beginning i i loved being out there and with that that interview you told me about josh morgan the second time i ran into him he even said to me um long time no see and i was like yeah who would have thought right so um for me it felt good because getting recognized by the mayor i mean it's 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 a big deal right huge, yeah. and also and also um the fact that um i can connect with another people for example um i connected well, through josh morgan i connected through sean lewis mm -hmm. so and i had another interview with sean lewis he was at the gym and he said to me like hey let's hit, uh, i'm gonna go to the gym at this time can you be there at that time we can do a queen interview and i was like, yeah of course so imagine that um, it was it's it was so casual to be talking with him and 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 and, and also I'm so grateful to, to have um, that opportunity. But going from a college setting to the interbank setting was a little bit hard because um, we are we were used to work on one story every two weeks, for example. Uh, we had we, we even had assignments about that but when I started working with uh, with Hannah the pace was a little bit faster right so I need to move a little bit more to gather uh, more context a little bit more so um, it, at the beginning it was hard but then once you get a grip on it it's it started going um, easy and another thing let me tell you this another thing then when you have a strong um, strong contacts for example I cover um, the film festival because they gave like three tickets for students and actually two of them uh, uh one um from fanshaw won the 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 the, the those tickets mm -hmm. to go see the the full festival right so i had an interview again with them and they asked me specifically me imagine that specifically me to um uh to to cover that the forest film festival mm -hmm the entire thing like uh, they even told me like like um the type of movies they're gonna show why they're gonna showing why they think um the film industry here in london is important and why they think it's growing so re really having that intimacy with your contacts um it really feels good as a, as a journalist and, and and let me tell you this is just the beginning i'm planning to go for more oh 100 i still just can't believe you ran into uh, the deputy mayor at the gym that's hilarious. That's so fun. <laughs> and the 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 four city the film festival. That's not a small event either. That's a pretty big London event to actually kind of be an, invited to to cover. So that's a pretty cool experience from over the summer. Um, on that note, of all the stories that you covered throughout your your time over the summer, did you have a favorite one? One that you just had a great time covering and and writing an article for? Mm, probably my favorite one was related to um, mental health mm. because I look the 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 human nature it's it, it's a mystery right and we're all learning every um new stuff every day so regarding the brain you know that the brain is the most powerful thing the most powerful weapon a human has mm. so knowing the brain knowing how it functions knowing why it functions knowing what you like the things you like why you don't like the things you like knowing yourself that's a for me it's a really important topic you know because it defines who am I as a person? So I have the, I, the what I'm telling you is that I enjoy those, um, um, that specific article, the articles I did regarding um, mental health because I got the pleasure to, to speaking with a lot of um, psychologists, nice. right? So if you are interviewing a psychologist or if you even um, um, talking with a psychologist, you can learn a lot from them. 
because they have a lot of, uh, of experience. They have a lot of um, expertise in the field and they know what they're saying. So the fact that um, I was able to speak my mind through an article with the help of a psychologist, it was just a, it was just fantastic for me. It was just a, it's such an experience. I even I in fact I, I saved their contacts. I usually said at the end of every interview, and that's one thing Hannah showed me, uh, taught me. I'm sorry, is to say, um, do you have anything else to add? And at the end, I would ju I just say we keep in touch, because you never know. You never know. Probably there's another thing, another study, another mental um, um, health um, problem arising, and what better people to talk to than psychologists, for example, in this case, or imagine there is another polit uh, a big politician issue, a politics issue, I'm sorry, and what better person to talk than politics, you know, and that's how you start building your, your networking, which in this, which I have uh, noticed that in this field, in our field, um, it's really important. It, in fact, it is all as a journalist, having a good, a strong, a solid contact uh, list. Oh, 100%. And, and ending interviews on a sort of uh, like, let's keep in touch sort of a note. It's always great because one of the biggest things that I've found in the journalism space is people like talking, especially if it's about subjects that are important to them. So anytime where, where people talk with you and essentially say, oh, I actually really enjoyed talking with this person. It was really cool to talk about, in this case, mental health, which is a, a huge uh, topical uh, point of interest for a lot of people. Any time where they can then have that future avenue to say more about it and have their voice heard about a subject is huge. So as a journalist, it's so easy to just add their name to your contact list, say, hey, I'd love to talk with you later. And it just helps you with future interviews. And, and you know, another thing that um, I have learned that if you're trying to contact someone and you're having a hard time finding um, his, his or her contact information, probably that person doesn't want to get contacted, mm -hmm. right? So um, at the beginning, I had a hard time um, finding psychologists, but then I found out that a Western psychologist was doing, was doing a study about mental health and suicide and all those type of delicate topics, right? So everybody that is doing, that is doing a study, they want to show up the world to what are, what are the results, right? Why are they doing that study and, and, and how they can help? So I contacted her and she was, absolutely happy to talk about uh, about this, this mental um, issue. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing I have, I have noticed. If you're having troubles finding uh, contact information, you better move on to another person. And, and if someone really wants to get contacted, you will find their contact information all over the place. Sometimes they there is on, on Facebook, sometimes they put it on LinkedIn, sometimes they put it even on their webpage, contact us. There is like a generic email like info at Fansha, for example, and there is another email that is specifically for them, for media, for example. So um, those are the, the little things I have learned because I'm not gonna lie, when I started working on the Interbank, I find a little bit frustrating um, that people don't get back to me. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't have to rely just on one person, right? And I learned that um, working on the Interbank and I'm gonna put that in practice in during the semester. Because during the semester we're gonna we're gonna still have to do stories and interview people, which is good and and um, and at the same time it's gonna make my contact list even stronger. And it's a good time to give a shout out to Fanshawe Western and the City of London's media relations people. They've been the best over the summer. Where if it's like uh, oh I I want to talk about uh, forest fires this week send a message out to someone at, at the Western Media Relations team, they hook you up with six different people that you could do an interview on. 
they were amazing this summer to deal with all all of those different avenues uh and so kind of jumping from the past to the the present a little bit uh as of recording this we just had our our orientation for the broadcast journalism program yesterday and we're kind of just getting into our first week really ramping up what are some of the the big things that you you learned and you are taking away from your time with the interrobang over the summer that are going to help you going into the fall as you actually get back into schooling there's one thing mm. there is one phrase that hannah always says to me sometimes as a journalist you have to be annoying <laughs> so and that bro that that has helped me a lot mm. because sometimes i don't get a response on the first email the next day i just send another email just as a, as a follow-up the next day i just send another email just as a follow-up just wishing they're they're okay and then say it's just, just a follow-up I'm, I'm really invested in in um in talking with you um and they eventually got back at me so that's a good thing sometimes and 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 unfortunately that is true sometimes you have to be annoying but at the end of the day i usually get interviews i i i i want persistence is indeed key for a lot of things and yeah i think a lot of people when they see media emails come in uh, from people asking for interviews they might be thinking oh this person just sent out 20 emails out to talk to whoever about this I, I don't know if I need to answer it but then yeah if they see that you message multiple times that's when they they realize oh this person actually really wants to talk to me they're interested in actually hearing what I have to say and not just getting an interview uh out of me so it's it's always good to be persistent of course Hannah would say that. that's a great yeah, Great little and, quote from Hannah. That's awesome. <laughs> and, and and also and also you have to keep in mind something that when you are crafting your first email, you need to I usually focus specifically on why that person, right? Because I can talk to a lot of psychologists, for example, go, going back to the mental thing, but why that person? So for example, for that person I did for the for the psychologist I interviewed for the Western, I did a little bit of research. That's how I find out about the the, the study she was doing. So I just included that in the email. I saw I, I, I saw you were doing a, a study regarding this and this and this. I would love to talk about the result of this um uh, of this study. Would you have time to talk with me? Um and I sent the email and she got back to me the same day because that way the people feel special, you know, that you're contacting them over a thousand other psychologists, right? So that's another thing I have learned. Yeah, hundred percent. That's a really good. That's a really good takeaway to get into uh, all the work that we'll be doing in broadcast journalism. Uh, and so for the paper for the Interrobang, the next issue coming up that's releasing on the same day that this podcast is releasing is is our our sex issue. Uh, did you write any articles for the for the upcoming paper? Yeah, I write an article because I usually write things that um, I am curious about, right? So. And this is a cool, a little bit of a culture shock because in El Salvador, in my country, we don't we don't use that much dating apps, mm. you know that. So when I came here, I started noticing that a lot of people are using dating apps, and actually, dating apps are a really strong way to meet new people, to go out with new people, even to go out in groups, um, to certain places, um, bowling, a uh, uh, disco, whatever. So. Um, uh, I, I I pitched that idea to Hannah. Hannah liked that, that idea, so that's why I contacted another psychologist, by the way, and I and I also interviewed one guy uh, who actually met his fiance through Hinge. Imagine that. So I was just, I, I, honestly, I was just um, um, curious, you know, because mm -hmm. usually mainly on, on on dating apps, you can you judge. You literally judge judge people by the book just by pictures, mm -hmm. right? 
So I was just curious about why, right? How, how did that love flourish? So I interviewed, flourish. I interviewed him and he said to me like, um, it was like a, like an instant connection. Um, they started like talking, then they get out of the app and when, and when they were talking through Snapchat, it was during COVID time. So they were talking on Snapchat during six months. Imagine that, imagine that consistency. So, and, and later on they met in person. Now they're, uh, they're engaged. So, and I talked with the, with, with this psychologist and the psychologist told me that dating apps is actually a really good way if you're a shy person if you're if you don't like to go out if you feel that you're a different type of person that you're not that extroverted dating apps are 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 are, are a good um way but here's the takeaway here's the the the, the how do you say the the negative part of it mm. you have to have a strong um attitude because as in any other um, dating apps there is there is um, bad comments and rude people. So if you're not willing to take the heat, you better don't don't use those dating apps because you <laughs> will a encounter point. a lot. You will encounter a lot of, of different people. So it was a, it was a, a really interesting topic for me to talk about. And if there was another time in which I can talk about um, those type of topics, I'll probably do a follow up because it's a really there is dating apps going out every every month. It was if you go on Google at on, on the Google store or even on the Apple store, you will find a lot of different dating apps. There's even dating apps that that can match you um, by music, but your music taste, which is awesome. That's a, such a cool way to do it. Uh, I'm so excited to read that article when it comes in. There's so many that are coming out that I'm really, really looking forward to reading. Uh, and so after that, so the next uh, one that's coming out is our technology issue. Have you been thinking of any topics or are you excited to talk about anything in the tech space for that one coming up? I know I'm big, I'm big into flip phones and kind of combining old fashioned retro tech, like the like Motorola razors with regular everyday smartphones. Are there any big tech topics that you're excited to talk about? Mm, probably the biggest one right now is AI. Oh, and huge. how colleges yeah. are impl implementing AI in their um, colleges and high schools are implementing that into their into their um, learning um, experiences. Yeah, and even in our uh, our orientation for broadcast journalism over the past couple of days, we've talked about AI a few times because of just how integrated in our society it already is. Be excuse me, becoming. Uh, so that's a really good one to touch on. Uh, and so, uh, Maurizio, just to wrap up this whole little podcast episode, I've done it a few times and I like doing it with everyone I talk to, but I like asking quick little lightning questions to everybody just so that the people listening get a little bit better of an idea of, of you on a, on a little more personal level uh, without going too, too deep. Um, so for these, I'm just going to rapid fire questions. I just want you to answer the first thing that pops into your head, the quickest thing you think of, okay? Okay. Um, so first off, I know this this will be tough for you. Favorite band? Corn. Corn? That's not, not a surprise at all. <laughs> uh, do you play any instruments? Guitar, yeah. Guitar? Nice. How long have you been playing for? I've been playing guitar since I was three years old. Whoa, awesome. Yeah, yeah. You'll be infinitely better than I am at guitar. <laughs> uh, what's your, your, your favorite season? Spring, summer, winter, fall? Probably winter because I don't have winter in my country, so. Oh, that's true. See, and that's on the opposite end of me where winter is the worst uh, and just terrible. But uh, I can understand that. Good pick, good pick. Um, what's uh, do you have a favorite television show? Yeah, probably Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. They're working on a, a new season, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they definitely fun. are. And you know what? Another series, uh, The Boys. 
Oh, I love the boys. Yeah, great the boys. show. Uh, yeah, if you're looking for the the negative side of superheroes and kind of the flip side of like the Marvel and DC movies, great show to watch. Adore that one. Uh, favorite restaurant? The Mandarin. The Mandarin. Yeah. Not, not so, I knew it was going to be that or Red Lobster for you. Um, so good pick. Uh, off of that, do you have a favorite food? Uh, lasagna. Yeah. Lasagna. Yeah. That's a good pick. Uh, yeah, you can't really go wrong with the lasagna. Uh, do you cook? Yeah, I cook. I cook. And do you have a favorite dish to cook? Probably plain rice. Plain rice. Oh, <laughs> exciting. And a very exciting pick. All right. <laughs> it goes with everything. You can't go wrong with rice. Uh, and what did you want to be when you were a kid? I wanted to be a policeman. A policeman? Yeah, because I was involved in a lot of... I, I used to watch a lot of series about police and crimes and all that, so I was really inspired about that. But then life took over me so life took that's it get that on a t-shirt uh <laughs> and last quick one for you do you have a favorite video game of course gears of war gears of war yeah nice do you have a favorite one in that six that's i think gears of war is it five or six that they're on it's five right now they're working on do you have six. favorite one yeah three 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 good pick and uh so Maurizio. That's all I've got for you. Uh, thank you so much for doing this uh, little uh, reporter rant interview with me. I appreciate your time. It was great chatting with you. Thank you for having me. Uh, and so this has been the Interrobangs Red Couch podcast. You can listen to previous and future episodes on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, Google, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to catch our next issue, which hits shelves today, or on our website at theinterrobang.ca, where you can stay up to date on all things Fanshawe. For the Red Couch podcast, I'm Justin Kohler.